In this episode of the Live Your Purpose as a Christian Entrepreneur Bible Study, we are diving into Proverbs chapter 26. I'm Stephanie Rodnes, and welcome to the Live Your Purpose as a Christian Entrepreneur Bible Study. My goal is to encourage the discouraged with scripture, inspiration, and resources to help you do exactly what God purposed you to do on this earth, become a Christian entrepreneur. The definition of a Godwood girl is a woman of Christ who says yes to her God-given purpose, no matter what everyone else tries to say or do. So if you are stepping into your purpose as a Christian entrepreneur, welcome to the Godwood Girl Sisterhood. You are my people, and I can't wait to meet you. Now let's dive into today's episode. And remember, if you want to join me for these live recordings on Godwood Girl's Instagram feed, join me at Godwood Girl on Instagram now. Let's dive right in. Father God in heaven, thank you so much, Lord, for your love. Thank you for your grace, for your mercy, for your beauty. Thank you for the opportunity to dive into your word and hear what you have to say, Lord. I pray you reveal yourself, Lord. Help us be able to see what you want us to see, hear what you want us to hear. I invite your Holy Spirit in, your presence in around each and every one of us, Father. I love you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, let's go to Proverbs chapter 26, the message translation. And it says, we no more give honors to fools than pray for snow in summer or rain during harvest. You have as little to fear from an undeserved curse as from the dart of a wren or the swoop of a swallow. A whip for the racehorse, a tiller for the sailboat, and a stick for the back of fools. Don't respond to the stupidity of a fool. You'll only look foolish yourself. Answer a fool in simple terms so he doesn't get a swelled head. You're only asking for trouble when you send a message by a fool. A proverb quoted by fools is limp as a wet noodle. Verse 8, putting a fool in a place of honor is like setting a mud brick on a marble column. To ask a moron to quote a proverb is like putting a scalpel in the hands of a drunk. Yo, Solomon is so creep today. (laughs) Verse 9, or sorry, verse 10, hire a fool or a drunk and you shoot yourself in the foot. As a dog eats its own vomit, so fools recycle silliness. See that man who thinks he's so smart? You can expect far more from a fool than from him. Verse 13, loafers say it's dangerous out there. Tigers are prowling the streets and then pull the covers back over their heads. (laughs) Verse 14, just as a door turns on its hinges, so a lazy bones turns back over in bed. Verse 15, a shiftless sluggard puts his fork in the pie, but is too lazy to lift it to his mouth. So we got some really good stuff here for those of us on our purpose journey. Some really good stuff here. Number one, if somebody in your life, uh, to me, I consider a fool somebody who doesn't care what the word of God says. There's somebody who wants to go by what they think and their opinion and they think this and they do that, which is, that's fine. You walk the way you want to walk. But I don't let a person like that influence how I think about myself or my purpose journey. And a lot of us are out here in these streets not living our purpose because some fool said to us that our purpose isn't a real business idea. Our purpose isn't good enough. We're not smart enough. You need to get a a degree first. You need to be certified first. What do you mean? You don't have the money to do that. You don't have the resources to do that. That is fool's talk. Because the Lord will abundantly supply all your needs according to his, his riches, sis. That's what the word of God says. So don't let fools impact your purpose journey. What they have to say, what they think, 
doesn't even matter. It only matters what God told you to do and then taking the first step to get that done. The Lord will provide you the rest of the way. I liken purpose to going up a mountain. Yes, if you're walking up Mount Everest, your body needs to acclimate to the way that the air is because the air gets very thin up there. So your body needs to acclimate to the way the air is at the top of the mountain. When you're at the bottom, you don't want to shoot up to the top of the mountain because you're going to die. Your body's not used to the way that the air is so thin. But if you go up just a few hundred feet and you, and you rest, you rest. You let your body acclimate and then you go up a few more and then you rest you let your body acclimate and then you go a few more and you rest by the time you get to the summit your body has now gotten used to breathing air that thin and you can stay up there for a few minutes i mean don't stay up there too long but you can stay up there for a few minutes and then start heading back down so it's the same thing on our purpose journey the lord's going to give you what you need to get the first few hundred feet once you're there he's going to give you the next once you're there, he's going to give you the next. So just because some foolish person gives you their opinion about why you can't do so-and-so doesn't mean it's true. It doesn't mean it's true. If the Lord told you to do this thing, you're absolutely able to do this thing. Just trust in the Lord, not what some fool has to say. And the second thing that I love that, the, that Solomon is saying is about how people who love to sleep ain't going to get nothing. <laughs> this is something I had to learn in my own life too. I, when I first left my nine to five job, I found it really, really difficult to actually work on my business. It's crazy, right? I spent all that time, 10 years working in corporate America, dreaming about the day that I could quit and finally work on my own business. And when I did, I went to go get my nails done. I went to the beach, got my hair done. I went shopping. I did everything except working on my business for the first six months of leaving my nine to five job. It was ridiculous. And Solomon is saying here that we have to put in the work for God to bless in order for us to get the harvest. If we love to sleep, if we love to slumber, if we love to watch Netflix all day, binge watch YouTube, and never work on our purpose journey, we're not going to get the results that we want. It's the person who gets out of the bed and does the work and give God something to bless that sees the results on their purpose journey. There's no guesswork in any of this. We can absolutely achieve our purpose. We just got to give God something to bless. All right, so thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Let's pause for a moment for today's sponsor. Verse 16, dreamers fantasize their self-importance. They think they're smarter than a whole college faculty. You grab a mad dog by the ears when you butt into a crawl that's none of your business. People who shrug off deliberate deception saying, I didn't mean it, I was only joking, are worse than careless campers who walk away from smoldering campfires. Verse 20, when you run out of wood, the fire goes out. When the gossip ends, the quarrel dies down. A quarrelsome person in a dispute is like kerosene thrown on a fire. Listening to gossip is like eating cheap candy. Do you want junk like that in your belly? Smooth talk from an evil heart is like glaze on cracked pottery. Verse 24, your enemy shakes hands and greets you like an old friend, all the while plotting against you. When he speaks warmly to you, don't believe him for a minute. He's just waiting for the chance to rip you off. No matter how shrewdly he conceals his malice, eventually his evil will be exposed in public. Verse 27, malice backfires, spite boomerangs, liars hate their victims, flatterers sabotage trust. So I love what Solomon is teaching us in Proverbs 26. And with that last half, what I feel the Lord revealing to me in my own journey 
And please share what the Lord is revealing to you in your journey. He's revealing to me what we were talking about yesterday. When somebody shows you who they are, trust them the first time. <laughs> Believe them the first time. If somebody tries to sabotage me and go against me and bring me down, and then they say, oh, I'm so sorry, I shouldn't have done that. I forgive you, sis. I absolutely forgive you. Absolutely. And I will show the love of Christ towards you, but I will never allow you to be in a position again where you can bring me down. Never again. I think for some of us as Christians, we think forgiveness means forgetting. No, forgiveness just means that you no longer have bitterness or anger or malice towards that person. You now have love towards that person. But it doesn't mean you have to give them full access to your life and your purpose journey. There are sometimes I know somebody who somebody like a friend of hers just went around telling all these lies about her. All these lies about her that were so untrue, it was laughable. And the people she told these lies to laughed because they knew this person for themselves and so they didn't believe it. But the person that I know found out that this person was telling, telling all these lies about her. And so she, she was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to let you go for now. You know, you go ahead and you, you go your way, I go my way. That person came back like six months later. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I apologize. And so my friend was like, okay, well, all right, let's, let's start working in ministry again together. And then the person did the exact same thing again. And I had to tell her, listen, <laughs> you can forgive this person. You cannot have bitterness in your heart towards this person. And, and by the way, if any of you guys are struggling with forgiving somebody, I struggled with it a long time. There are two particular people at my job who oh, could not stand them. And I had some issues and the Lord just really put on my heart to pray for them every single day. And I genuinely prayed for their success, their relationships, their finances, their relationship with the Lord, everything. Genuinely prayed for them. And after about a year... That bitterness went away. <laughs> it took a minute, but it did go away. So if you're having uh, trouble forgiving somebody, pray for them. Genuinely and earnestly pray for them. And it kind of helps you start to see them the way that Christ sees them. But, but anyway, I told her, you can forgive her, absolutely, and not have anger towards her, not have malice towards her. But that doesn't mean you need to put her in a position to do the same thing to you over and over again. Wisdom means believing who somebody is when they tell you who they are the first time. We don't need somebody to prove to us over and over and over again that they're liars and snakes and backstabbers and cheaters and gossips. Once we see that behavior the first time, okay, that's who you are. And I will love you through the eyes of Christ, but you will not be part of my life. You will not be part of my circle. You will not be part of my ministry. You will not be part of my projects at work or my homework assignments. No, ma'am. I see what you've done before, and I will not put you in a position to do that to me again. That is wisdom. And we can absolutely do that while forgiving people and loving them as Christians. Now, if you don't yet know what your God-given purpose is, I have a free Find Your Purpose Toolkit that will help you discover God's purpose for your life step-by-step. Step. You can get it by going to PurposeGift.com. That's PurposeGift.com. And if you're like, well, Stephanie, this sounds awesome and amazing, and yes, I'm not going to let people play me, but I'm going to forgive them. <laughs> but I actually don't even know what it means to be a Christian. Being a Christian is what it says in John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And what that means is being a Christian is trusting in Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. So if you want to make that decision today, it's very simple. Just say these words with me. Just say, Dear Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you rose again. Today, I believe in you as my personal Lord and Savior. 
sister of Christ, if you pray that prayer, welcome to the kingdom. Angels are literally celebrating you right now. Your name has been written in the book of life. Nobody can take it out. Get into a Bible-based church in your community and get started reading the word of God because he truly adores you and loves you. I always recommend starting with the book of John. It's literally like the Lord's love letter to you because he wants the best for your life. Sisters of Christ, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you and give you complete and total purpose over your body, mind, and soul in the name of Jesus, and give you peace, mercy, and favor forever and ever. Amen. So that's it for today's episode of the God the Wood Girl Live Your Purpose as a Christian Entrepreneur Bible Study. Have any questions? DM me anytime on Instagram or send an email to hello at godthewoodgirl.com. I'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to grab my free Find Your Purpose Toolkit to help you get started living God's purpose for your life at purposegift.com. Thanks for listening, Godwood Girl. I'll see you on the next one.